Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Uh, here we are with the uh, One More Last Time, the podcast. Um, I am one of the hosts, Jared Tabor, and my co-host, Tommy. Tom, Tommy. Oh, whoops. Tommy. No, oh, you're good. Tommy Perkins. <laughs> this is our first one. We're trying to get the hang of it. Yeah. Um, we wanted to do something. We were talking about what, what we can do to celebrate um, the One More Last Time record turning 20. 20 I cannot believe it. It's like a, a, you know, we just had an adult child, I guess. Well, you know what's even uh, crazier? I was thinking... Um, it's the the Warner release is twenty, but the actual yeah, original one more last time release is is actually older than that. Yeah, how much? I don't remember. Did we um, release that at least a year in advance before? I, I can't read the CD on the wall, but I think yeah, oh, I think yeah. it was like two thousand and one, maybe. Whew. Yeah, because either way, yeah, we're yeah, old. We are old. Yeah. So we were talking, you and I. Uh, um, Quick, quick background. Uh, Tommy and I reconnected a couple years ago, um, and then we really reconnected when I moved back to Oklahoma, and I've had him come out and do some guest drumming. I'm a uh, full-time worship pastor at a church in El Reno. And um, so since then, we just kind of been, we, we obviously started jamming, like sending ideas back and forth, and redid the Christmas EP, and then we're working on redoing the, um, uh, the Waiting on Love record, but we'll call it something else what was it this is love or something like that yeah, yeah. just because we didn't like the way it sounded and so we were doing all these things to to um just kind of better the production value now the technology is way better than it was back when we were trying to do this kind of stuff ourselves and then um we realized man one more last time is going to be 20 what can we do and it was a, i thought it was a cool idea to to start a podcast and just kind of share behind the scenes stuff. And we'll continue the podcast. It's not just going to be the, just focused on this record. I just really like the idea of calling it the one more last time podcast. Yes. Um, and so we just wanted to get on here, uh, share some stories about it. Um, some behind the scenes stuff, anything that I, I can remember. And, uh, for those of you who don't know, Tommy has like, uh, <laughs> the craziest memory of all time. And he you will do. text me the most random crap <laughs> and be like, you remember when I'm like, no, dude, I'm like, I don't know how you remember that. I don't either, but uh, so I'm sure we'll get some interesting, <laughs> funny stuff, um, because of that, um, about that too. Um, mm. And then, well, at the end of the podcast, we got some other stuff that's coming up that um, you guys want to stick around and listen for. Um, so, yeah. So, with that, um, man, one more last time. We, uh, like you just said, we had recorded it um, independently here in Oklahoma City. Yeah. And um, I think we all just thought that why we were recording, we, you know, even uh, Chris Friels and Kevin Lively both really believed in it that, you know, this, this could be it for us. This could be the record that, you know, gets us going. Cause we had done the, the self-titled and we had the song down that kind of blew up. Yeah. Um, thanks to radio. U. um, they kind of took it and then everybody else started like, who, who are you guys? <laughs> so, um, we did that. We did, recorded the record. We made a deal with them, um, financially speaking, because we couldn't afford to make a $30,000 record at the time. Yeah. Um, and, um, man, yeah, we, did we do that? I, I get that, that record and the self-titled record mixed up. Didn't we do both of those records like overnight? 
Um, like we use the studio from like 6 p.m. till oh, you, do you 3 mean, in the morning. Yeah, do you like mean like actually recording it? Recording during the night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think most of it was during the night because I was still in high school for, That's right, for both of those albums. Yeah. <laughs> How young you were. And so many times I would have to, you know, come straight from school or sometimes I would come if I had to work. I would come straight from work and, and, uh, yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Yeah. I remember having to be there like all hours of the night. I had this really crappy, um, Mustang hatchback. It wasn't like a cool Mustang. It, I don't know what year. It was like a 90s. The sound system was two-door. rocking though. Yeah. It, it did have like a Bose sound system in there, yeah. but the car was terrible. It was like a four cylinder <laughs> and it ended up having, um, like fuel injector problems or something. Oh, fuel pump was going out. And I remember getting stuck there. Yeah. Um, one evening, I went there to pick up, I think they had made um, some like rough mixes that I wanted to grab. And then here I was just up in the city by myself with, you know, in the summer and burning up because my car wouldn't start. And I was too embarrassed <laughs> to go inside and ask them if I could just hang out. <laughs> so I'm just sweating to death in my car. That was one memory I remember thinking about that record. I'm pretty sure they would have let you, but you know. I know, but I, I just had a little bit too much pride, I yeah, think. I was like, yeah. I didn't want to be like, my car sucks. Can I hang out in here for, until it cools <laughs> off and I can start it again? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we just, we, we recorded that record and, uh, Ended up going out to Nashville, and the manager that we had at the time, his um, he was in a, he had been in a band when before us, and his drummer at the was Brian a drummer? Yeah, he was their drummer. Yeah, yeah. he went and worked at uh, worked his way up from the mailroom and became an A and R A and R guy at uh, Word slash Squint slash Curb slash Warner Brothers Christian. How many names that that company it, had at the time? Our, yeah, it, there there was like four or five different labels if you look on yeah. our actual album. Yeah, it's it's stupid. So he worked his way up, became an A&R guy and and uh got us to come out and do a showcase and um one of those unheard of wanted to sign us on the spot type situations after we did our little yeah. thing and I'm, you know, it was it was kind of, you know, I was, I think I was 20, 21. I think I was 20. I hadn't turned 21 yet. Yeah. Just, you know, as a 20 year old and you're like, yes, show me the money (laughs) instead of show me your business plan. (laughs) Yeah. We we didn't care about the business plan. We were were just like, oh, well, we we get some money right now. Wow. You know? Um, But yeah, so I was just, just thinking of stuff. I remember, uh, man, recording that record um, when it was West second, when Chris live, uh, yeah, when Chris Frills and Kevin Lively were over at West Second, yeah, um, which was above his father-in-law's like they, oil rig, oil. Yeah, they, I, did they make a, equipment for oil rigs? They, they, yeah, something to do with oil rigs. I don't know if it's drilling part or I don't know something about the oil. It was industry. so random. We were like literally above a big warehouse. Yeah, um, that's where the studio was, and so yeah, that was a wild time. But spending time there and. Um, just recording, and I remember there was the first time we actually sat in the control room and actually played song by song, and we kind of changed things on the fly. Yeah. I guess it was the first time we actually worked, and they were actually, you know, producing the record, I guess. Yeah, I guess on the, uh, on the first the first one, you, of course, we did the, uh, that, the first full record we made was at West Second, um, yeah, the self-titled. We don't talk about, we don't talk about the... 
the record that doesn't really exist. Yeah, we, I think we only had like 200 copies of that first one. <laughs> well, I think every every um, band artist uh, has that record that they don't want to listen to. You know, like for me, I I know that that record, like timing wise, was all over the place because I didn't I didn't know how to play to a click yet, and mm-hmm. and it, and it's just. It's just horrible. It's embarrassing. But I learned, you know. But but yeah, so that was the first record we did there at um, West Second all together. And, um, I don't, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Didn't you have, we had Randy Shreve. Yeah, fun um, fact for everyone. I don't know if y'all, any of y'all out there remember um, GS Megaphone, uh, the rock Christian rock band from... Same, same time that we were around. Uh, Randy, their drummer, became good friends with them and he he mentored me in a lot of ways and and he came out and uh drum tech on on one more last time he tuned the drums i i used some of his his drum oh i used his snares and his cymbals and i used my kit that i had at the time which is a which is an orange county drum and percussion kit um but yeah it it was really fun having them out there and i didn't have very good snares at the time and and so he was able to let me use some of his and and uh, yeah, I got the drum sounding really good on that record. I think. Yeah, that does. I remember him coming up. Like, I remember there was a couple of songs where we were trying to think of different drum ideas. Yeah. And he sat down and just well, we'll try this. Was like, yep. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's crazy. Like, okay. He's crazy. Let me give yeah. that a try. Yeah. A couple of the things I. I learned from him. I actually used throughout the rest. Even now, I use some of the things he taught me. Um, so yeah, that's cool. They were a really good band. I remember the first time we saw them. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> Their song yeah. had a couple of stops. And yeah, like, I was in the middle of saying, like looking over at Tom. It was cranking loud. In oh, the, it was so you? loud. It was we at were this in the church. back. Yeah, and yeah. we we were just watching because we didn't know who they were, and they have a song that. Does like da 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 da, just stops. And in that pause, yeah. I was like in the middle of looking at Tommy, going freaking doo doo balls. <laughs> yeah, and everybody Meaning, heard like, these it. These guys are great. <laughs> yeah, I was like, these guys are great. But everybody heard it, and I felt like an idiot. And then so. we later <laughs> told Ben the singer, and and he loved laughing about that because he, I don't know if he actually heard it during the time, but we told him afterwards thought it was funny yeah it was funny <laughs> um but yeah we uh that was a uh, one more last time that was the first time that i'd ever written outside um like with you guys like uh oh kevin job yeah um, kevin job helped to yeah. his house what that time and he showed me that he was like, "Why don't you try something in this tuning?" So I don't know if a lot of people know that the song "She," <coughs> the, the B <coughs> string. <laughs> oh, you're good. The B string um, drops down to an A, um, and so when you strum that the A chord, it just has a different just tone and um, allows you to do some different um, voicings of of the A chords and stuff. And so for the most part, that song is literally <laughs> like A, A minor. Uh, and then you're just hanging on that A string for a little bit, <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. It sounds cool though, because you. It's a very simple song, yeah. and it's usually the case. Like when you hear stuff like that, it's, it ends up being really simple. So yeah, um, that's, if you have the the record and you see the liner notes, that's why his name is um, on sp- some of the songwriting credit for that song. So yeah. But I think that was the only one. The other ones, I mean, we all kind of wrote like together, and as we 
past Walmart last time, you and I wrote majority of the stuff like at rehearsal and stuff. Yeah. I'd have an, yeah. I'd have an idea or whatever and it'd just be like, play a beat and then we just kind of yeah. write a song right then. It, um, it's almost like we, uh, I don't like kind of played off each other's energy a lot of the times, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Uh, and, or some, you know, sometimes not, I don't think any of the songs from that record were um, based off a drum beat, but we had some later ones that were, you know, yeah. like, um, and uh, so yeah, we, that's how we work usually. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little harder now, you know, that yeah. we can't get together as easily, you know, but, but uh, thankfully for technology, it, it makes it, possible you know at least possible yeah you know? we we've been sending ideas back and forth for a couple of weeks now through yeah our little uh studio one sphere yes um that was also one more last time so jeremy had written um give that yeah like, that was the first time we'd i'd ever really had to try to <laughs> take a song that somebody else wrote and kind of help or like you know m- make it sound like me yeah um and so that that really pushed me um, kind of as a just as an artist, not as a songwriter, but to take somebody else's song. Um, it, it's and uncomfortable. Kind of make it my own, you know. Yeah, it was. It, it I didn't be. like it at first. Yeah, yeah. Be, <laughs> um, you know, because you you get used to your way of how you how you like to write, and then mm-hmm. you work with somebody, you know, um, and and then it's just it's different, you know. It may, but it ends up making you better in the end if you let it. You know, it's one of mm-hmm. those kind of things. It was good though. I mean, that, yeah. that song ended up being a good. It was a good song to play live. It was really, it was really fun to play live. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I'm trying to think other random weird stuff behind the scenes stuff for that. It just it's hard to remember because it was 20 years ago, well over 21, 20 what, years ago because when we recorded it. One thing I remember that's kind of funny now, um, but you know that like that was our our first uh, record that we recorded that we that was produced like Jared said earlier. So uh, I remember we would have the songs ready, you know, we thought they were ready and we would pray <laughs> play them for uh, Chris and Kevin. And we'd have like stops everywhere. You know, we just thought it was awesome to like rock out oh, yeah, and then forget- stop. And then, <clears throat> you know, you start rocking again. And, and they were like, yeah, I, go ahead and not do that every 10 bars or something, you know, so, yeah, in every song, <laughs> you know, well, that, wasn't that around the time when Creed had really yeah. made that a big thing and Nickelback, Nickelback, Nickelback and, and Creed, Creed yeah. had, had made like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. Yeah. And we just so, went crazy with it. I remember, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I know oh. we have, well, I, we, we don't have any, but we had pre, we did pre-production on, I do. I actually have do the you pre-production really have that? Oh yeah, my demo of that. And well, maybe I'll send that to you. You should. Yeah. Um, Cause it is bad. Yeah. I remember <laughs> I had a, back then, you know, we didn't have digital recording like, like this. Now I had a little four track Tascam Portis studio and we, yes. that's what we would use to write or record, you know, rehearsals or whatever. And, um, and yeah, it, it, it does not sound very good uh, compared to what Man, we can yeah. do now. I was going to say, people today are spoiled. You can they just are. pull up your iPhone, you know, oh, put yeah. a, put your memo recording on and play your guitar from a, the inside the room and have some ideas. Definitely. Yeah. Or that's the, where the, that's how the new, the not ready came. That was, I had, yeah. I had that guitar part. Um, the guitar lick since I was living in New Hampshire. Wow. And I've forgotten about it. And so I was listening through my phone that one day 
when I wanted to write a, a I was like, I got to write a new song I haven't written in over 10 years. And so I was like, oh, yeah, don't I have a really cool guitar? Da, ding, 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 ding. And I was like, yes. And then I just wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. It was just kind of wild. But yeah, they're spoiled today. Oh, yeah. I mean, even even um, not, not only just voice notes on phones, but you've got portable studio apps, you know, that, mm, that mm-hmm. and, and you can get those little small interfaces I think you had one before. Um, the, yeah, I yeah. used to have yeah. Yeah, a little one that you could just plug into your phone, and it has like it. You can get a little mic for it, I think, or it has an ambient mic on the yeah. the attachment or something. Yeah, they that's crazier than I get with the phone recording. You know, I just use it <laughs> like like you're saying. You know, like I yeah. I have dozens and dozens of voice memos of song ideas, and you know. So. Yeah, I listen back sometimes because it's like I. You can tell I was driving on yeah. some of them, and I just had an idea <laughs> pop in my head. Yes, I have. So you can hear the road, like, yep. and I'm, like, doing the idea, and I'm like, okay, and then I'll get back to that. They come at random times. You know, I have I have some where, like, I, I, I had the idea in my head, and I just, I was like, I'd even be in the shower, and I just had to grab my, because anybody that writes mm-hmm. out there knows that, you know, if you, shower, if, yes. yeah, if you have an idea, you know, and you get it in the shower, You'll think, oh, I remember it when I get out, but you don't always remember it, you know. So, mm-hmm. so anytime I can, I I just throw it down <sighs> real quick, right then and there, so I don't forget it, you know. Yeah. But, no, that was good. I'm trying to think of any of the random facts. I'm sure we'll come up with some as we're going through. I, I was thinking we should go through song by song and kind of just talk about it. We can real quick. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what the order is. I'm going to pull it up on Spotify or something. Uh, yeah, like we that. could just open Spotify and look at it that way. Um, uh, the first song's Give, so we kind of talked about that one. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so Jeremy, Jeremy had written that. He had the whole thing done. Yeah. Um, and the guitar parts, like the the little riff that he does, the all the lyrics. Um, and so it was just, it was as a matter of me just getting comfortable with it that I can belt it, I guess, instead of, I don't know if you're a singer or whatever, and you've tried to sing somebody else's song or this was given to you or whatever, until you're really comfortable with it, you really, you're not really giving it your all. It's kind of like, you know, as a worship pastor, I get the same way. If you want to introduce a new song for the church, I, I set with it for a couple of weeks because I want to listen to it in the car. I want to sing along with it. I want to get comfortable with it. So I remember that really pushed me back then. It's kind of wild. I look back at even our live shows back in the day, um, especially in the song um, from uh, Waiting on Love, uh, Sing Love. They kind of became like our ending song for every set list that we did. And it would like, when do that breakdown, I remember the first time we we... We would, as in the church world, I would call it spontaneous. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, when we went, um, when we were in Lubbock, Texas, at the uh, the Bucks Island party, the first one we played, and Jared Evans was with us on guitar, mm-hmm. and I just really felt like, man, you know, a song like in my mind in the moment, I was like, with or without you from you two, this would fit here, and I just went with it, and then Jared started doing that lick, but in the key of the song that that Sing Love is, and then yeah. we all just kind of went with it, and so that just became this thing. So it's kind of funny that those types of moments kind of prepared me for what I'm doing now for a living, which is, yeah. you know, leading worship. And there's those moments where of the spontaneous where like, what is God doing here? And you kind of stay in those moments, um, in those moments of worship. So it's just kind of funny. So yeah. it's like being in the band prepared me for my other, you know, the first, uh, was the first 10 years of, you know, my music life prepared me for the, the next 20, I guess. Yeah. So, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, give, that was uh it's a good song. It was, 
definitely fun to play live like you said and um yeah and then your name um wild i mean we got to do that video oh yeah we did we did uh well we we did two videos the same Mm -hmm. i think one one day and the other one the next yeah then the next yeah yeah Uh, Yeah, because we were we were there all day both days yeah that for, for, that was in uh, uh, Norfolk. Yes. Norfolk, Virginia. V- Virginia Beach area is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we almost got shot at by the... Um, <laughs> we did. Was the, the Navy. The Navy. Yeah, it was the yeah. Navy. Yeah. yeah, when we went out with that guy in his boat, and he was like, back in my day, you could get up next to them uh, aircraft carriers and touch them. Yeah. And so he tried to do that, and all of a sudden, we're hearing... You know, yeah, they, <laughs> like, please get away from them. I was like, we're going to get shot at. We heard these sirens, and then they said something like... Uh, Step away, or you will be shot, or something like that. I, yeah. They really said it, and we were like, "Oh crap!" I was uh, like, "This guy's gonna get us killed." Please don't kill us, you know. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, your name was a single off the record. Yeah, um, ended up though we did the video, and then we went up. Um, we filmed two videos that for your name, and then Untitled, and then remember when we went to Radio U and like took over for the weekend yeah like, that was their, fun yeah their their video show and stuff and so we debuted the music videos there and yep. talked about that kind of stuff got to share that crazy story about, we, about getting shot at we did that if anyone's interested you could actually see those on YouTube I, oh yeah I it's have, on YouTube yeah yeah um, I know on, on my personal uh, page Tommy Perkins Music you I have the behind some of the behind the scenes stuff from those videos on there so you can yeah. check that out if you want to um yeah, those are funny. We did the weekend takeover. Yeah, that was yeah, that, that was, was good. Um, those are good times. We were young too. We look at oh yeah in that video. Yes, we do. We <laughs> sure when do. I was thin. Yeah. I was thin, and I had that crazy uh, like uh, Johnny Q Public uh, haircut. <laughs> <laughs> or that was a good band, Johnny Q Public. Or, or, yeah, or or the, kind of the Whoish sort of like with, I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Exactly. Hard to hard to, and then. Um, you always you always said uh, I almost died in the video shoot because they made him. So we feel if you haven't oh, seen yeah. the video for your name, we're on top of this huge building. I don't know how many stories it was, but it it was big, and they had him like standing on the ledge, like he was gonna jump off. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I yeah. I, and I've, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of heights. Yeah, I, I I'm not afraid of. I just have a healthy respect for being up high places it's something that should be respected (laughs) yeah Yeah. Uh, so i don't really want to stand up on a ledge and then literally they were like okay then can you fall backwards onto like the roof gosh i was like i'm sorry what no i'm not yeah i was also a little chubbier then too (laughs) because we filmed that we filmed that in the summer but we didn't release those things until the fall remember and i'd lost all that weight yeah and so it was was so hot yeah i was miserable yeah um, oh yeah, your name. That's a good song though too. Um, another fun one to play live. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then we get to she. Obviously the the big single off one more last time. Um, I mean it's wild. I remember Christian Radio was like hesitant to play that song. A lot of them um, wouldn't play it. You know they because it was like they called it back then. You had to have the Jesus per minute thing. Yeah. You had to like mention Jesus or acknowledge Jesus or something like that, or they wouldn't play it. Yeah. And then, man, I listen to stuff today. <laughs> I'm not going to say the artist. No, it's no, it, it's there. There's a song on on CCM radio on one of the worship stations because that's all we have left now. Um, and I was listening to the lyrics. I was like, man, this is a love song. And he at the towards the end, 
like makes it about God. I was I was like, is this an episode of South Park? <laughs> like Cartman started faith, the Christian rock band. Faith plus one. Yeah, exactly. Which is funny because plus one was a Christian yeah, plus band. One, yeah, yes, exactly. Man, remember when they became a rock band? They, they were they were great when they were a rock band. Yeah, yeah. When we showed up at that thing in Broken Arrow or whatever that wherever that was. Yeah. And they were sound checking. We were like, what? When did they become a rock band? Yeah. <laughs> man, they were good that time. They were good. But yeah, yeah she man, that was. I, I remember when I told you I I, I stumbled upon that uh, place that had the 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 single actual the actual single disc that the the label released to radio yeah and then they have the uh, accompanying thing about it. it's like the commentary about the song and like I listened to it and I sound like I'm miserable <laughs> well w- what's funny about that is you know now you you have to do like voiceover things for your mm-hmm. your job and you probably have had to for a while be- because I thought that was funny when we reconnected you know because back back in the day you hated doing that kind of mm-hmm. stuff and that's why you were like so uncomfortable because when we did, uh, you know, most of our radio spots, and it was usually me uh, because I didn't mind doing it, you know. And yeah, I hate. I just ugh, yeah. that stuff was like, "Hey, this is Jared from Radio Angel, and you're listening to blah blah blah." Yeah, blah. and I just like this is not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I remember because uh, poor Anita, our publicist at the time, was having to like draw answers out of me, like yeah. really pull them out. She was like, because I couldn't say. <laughs> Because the song was never really about anybody. Um, it was just more of a general thing of... Obviously, when I wrote it, I was dating a girl, and kind of that the inspiration was there. But it was always meant to be a song about my future wife. Or, yeah. And so, <laughs> I couldn't really, like, articulately say that i guess like back then and so she was just like trying to navigate but if you i don't ever know if i ever want to put it out because i i I mean i kind of sound like a jerk (laughs) i'm just talking i'm like because i think i remember it's like the song she is about my future wife it's like i just drone talk the whole time and it's like i hate this it's funny you know how how you change over time you know because you're you're doing you don't mind doing stuff like that now you know, no. and, uh, and yeah. and I remember when we would play live, you would like, you know, you you would perform, and then you're like, you know, would not want to talk to a lot of people and stuff, and oh, then yes. I would be the opposite. But now I would be the guy that <laughs> that would just that kind of would just I it. like yeah. I like my space now, uh, and there <laughs> there's a lot of reasons for that. And uh, maybe, I had a lot of Eddie had to get on to me sometimes because I could never end a conversation. <laughs> like if we were standing at the so I'm gonna apologize if anyone is listening right now and, and you thought I was a jerk because I just walked away from our conversation, just know that I was super awkward yeah. and I could not I never could figure out how to just end a conversation and walk away. So it would yeah. get silent and I would just you, leave. You'd be like, "Wow, this is uncomfortable." <laughs> yeah, I'm and I would leaving. Just walk away. <laughs> and so, trust me, I'm better now. Obviously, and oh, been yeah. um, uh, in uh, you know ministry for you know what 12 years now and so obviously you got to talk a lot yeah um but yeah so she was it blew up we never did a video for that one but no I, I, um, i'm surprised we didn't yeah but um yeah i don't know why i didn't think well i think the label didn't want to pay for it for well you, that that we is probably the story but the I reason we got to do those other two videos is because we allowed them they were shooting a movie they never got released i don't think it was like an yeah independent movie, yeah that and we allowed them to use our songs if they shot videos for us that was our trade yes it was kind of a trade which uh yeah i 
I, I kind of write that in the liners on the, one of the videos, but I was just like, it's a fun fact that if you see, you know, because I had people asking me, why are in the in the video for Untitled, there's there's people shooting at each other, and and, oh, yeah. and, and they're like, dude, what do, how does this have anything to do with the song? And, and I'd have to tell them, well, you know, it, it was supposed to be on a movie soundtrack, and the movie never came out, and so this was the video for the movie. Yeah. And, you know. So the video doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't, yeah. Because the movie never came out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so oh, so that's a, a slight thing that people are like, well, what were they thinking of you know of yeah. this one? But that's that's the story behind it is they couldn't. And then uh, yeah, for she the label didn't want to do it. Um, the didn't give us they want to spend money. Yeah, which, which there's a lot more we could go on into that side <laughs> yeah. of things, but we won't right now. Um, Let's see where no where it rain maybe, next? maybe maybe that could be a podcast where we we. Uh, you have to pay to get in. <laughs> so Maybe, we, yeah. It's not just all L- out li- there. Limited audience on that, yeah. on that one. Um, we could tell you a lot of stuff yeah. about the, the CCM industry. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. But she she was, uh, man, every girl that I dated <laughs> was like, am I she? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you're not. I'm sorry. Um, I do remember uh, when we, one of the times we played in Lubbock, and I was talking about the song, and we were introing it, and I heard a voice. Um, I said, I, you know, this song's from a future wife. I haven't met her yet. And I remember a girl in the, in the crowd was like, it's me. I and do I remember like, that, ah, actually. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so I do remember that. That was always, oh, those were great times. Some cra- there's some crazy fans out there. Some yeah. So instead of she and singing it to my my wife now, um, I, that's why I wrote Not Ready. It's actually a, a, a song for her and, and my, my my boy, Matthew. Yeah. And so I didn't want to, you know, all, all those years of, of singing that song and having different girls think it was about them, I just it didn't feel right to ever. No, she doesn't yeah. know that, but maybe she'll listen to the podcast and she'll <laughs> understand why I never sang she to her. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those things. I just didn't feel right. Well, to me, um, I, I think... I think "Not Ready" is a much deeper song, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if I could say that, you know, because like, uh, you know, she's a great song as well, but uh, but you know, "Not Ready" is is like it just a, ne- a next next level type stuff of mm-hmm. commitment. Well, there's, and, there's depth, you know. I've yeah, been with her, yeah. For- nine years now so. that and then maddie and you know yeah and um, you bring a kid into the world that really really adds depth yeah if y'all haven't seen jared's kid he's adorable <laughs> i love him and uh, i play trains with him and stuff like that whenever i'm over yeah he's ornery yeah he is ornery um <laughs> let's do what is it rain i don't you know there's one Did thing special song? I could say about well, it. Well, I was going to say, yeah, I'm both new. Yeah. But before we get to that, yeah. I was going to say, we didn't really play that song very often live. No, it, I, I th- thought I remember. It, I think it's one that for some reason, I don't, I don't know if we I don't know if we got tired of it or just it wasn't one of our favorites uh, and we just didn't put it on the set list a lot. Um, yeah. And I, I don't really remember why or anything. I don't know. Um it's not like it was like a tuning issue because it was in the same drop D as your name. Yeah. And untitled mm-hmm. and empty handed and Yeah. Give. Half the so. record. Yeah. Half Over the half the record, D. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, quickly share the uh, the new thing. Um so so I think um Rain is is a special song to us now. Um that because uh it, I don't know if you, any of y'all remember um we had a sound guy uh, named Newt Taylor, and 
uh, he would he would go on the road with us whenever he could, and pretty much any time we had a, a pretty big show around the metro area, he was running sound for us. Uh, and anyway, um, about a couple of years ago, was it two years now? Maybe almost two years. Yeah, um, was it twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, wow. Uh, so yeah, two almost two. I would say at least a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, we lost him to COVID, unfortunately. Um, and and it was really extra sad because uh, even before that, he had a terrible motorcycle wreck. And mm. um, he almost didn't make it out of there. I mean, he was like in the hospital for months. And um, and finally, you know, when, when I was kind of reconnecting with my friends again, which is a whole other story in itself of why I had to do that. But um, I was I was um, reconnecting with Newt, and we were talking. It's when the talks of, you know, doing a reunion show, uh, n- nothing that we're doing now, we were even weren't thinking that then. But mm-hmm. uh, And he was like, dude, you, you guys, you, you get, you've got to let me do this show or or I'm going to hurt you basically. <laughs> and we were like, dude, if we do this show, we don't, we wouldn't want anybody else uh, uh, doing our sound. But yeah. And, and so we, we found, I think you texted me. Um, uh, and then you seen it on Facebook, I think. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then, and so, uh, so, you know, anything we do with the song from here forward, which we talk about later, um, we just kind of dedicate it to Newt because that was his favorite song. And, and so yeah. even today, what's, yeah. what's, what's crazy though, is, you know, uh, we hadn't, you and I hadn't seen each other in years. Oh, that was the we, first time we seen. Yeah, yeah. We connected at his funeral yeah. and then went to lunch and then man from there and look what we're doing now. So yeah. Newt, Newt may have left, but man, he, it, you know, yeah kind of got us back together and, yeah. and getting creative again so yeah. it's kind of wild how that how that works out I, I hope he can see it somehow yeah it's the good that comes out of a bad situation yeah um, kind of crazy the things that came of of you know, losing somebody like that and then um us reconnecting and you know we'll do a podcast later where you can share as much or as little as you want about your kind of background of your life and what happened and why we had to reconnect in the first place but yeah we'll save that for another that, time that's a whole podcast in itself right? yeah it just in itself yeah. yes um so we'll keep going with love i don't know i don't remember much about love and and that's another song that didn't really get played much live yeah um and back when we were playing live and touring and stuff, tracks really weren't a thing. 
unless you were like uh, big time. Or, yeah, or worship bands. You know, like, yeah, or a worship band. You had all the classes. Now yeah. everybody can have a tracks yeah. or whatever. I, I, they're like a normal thing that I you know, it is. run on Sundays. Yeah. But so with like the, the strings accompaniment stuff with that song, like would have been awesome to play with live, but oh, yeah. we didn't get this. We didn't get that stuff. And, you know, not a lot of bands were doing that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm, I think for me, I know I was like, I don't really want to play it live because it's not going to ever really sound full. Yeah, it's not the same. It just kind of sounds, kind of sounds dead. It's a big part of the song. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just one of those, another song that kind of came about just, you know, the thing with the bands back in the day, and they're kind of, it's happening still today, I would say. When you come out as a band who happen to be guys that are in the band that are believers in Christ, um, you get boxed into this thing. Oh, they're a Christian band. Yeah. And so, you had you felt this like pressure to have certain amount of songs on your records that point to God in some way, um, whether cheesily or or blatantly or whatever. And so it's weird. I've always struggled with that because no other religion does that. Like uh, Alanis Morissette, when she was into Buddhism, like we didn't be like, here's Alanis Morissette, the Buddhist artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I know the Beastie Boys were into to Buddhism. Like, you didn't say like, there's a Buddhist artist. There's, there's a band. It, it's it's probably the only religion that um, commercializes its. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, guess that's the way to say. This is a whole other issue, probably. It is. A, it is a whole other issue, you know. But but I, and so it, it was funny. Like when I the church that I've been working at now. Um, I was talking to my pastor about it, and he finally just kind of scanned through some songs of Real Angel Days, and he was like, you know, you're just writing things you were struggling with at the time. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know? It, which which when, shouldn't that be, you know, we should be able to share what we struggle with, because that, it, it, it can actually inspire other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was so many times after shows that we had people coming up to us and like, hey, you know, thanks for this song, because it was... You know, I was struggling with this or whatever, and it just helped me know that I wasn't alone. Yeah, that type of thing. And and we we went places that um, lyrically, especially like on, well, we'll get to empty handed, but that's that's a song, you know, about mm-hmm. abortion and you know, uh, and very blatant, you know, and and yeah. um, th- there's places that that you know, artists that are a quote Christian artist are afraid to go to, you know, because of those stigmas that, that everything, oh, you can't talk about that, you know, because yeah. that's ugly, or, you know. Back then it was that way. Now it's more of, you don't want to offend anybody. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Isn't that our job? Like, if you're going to continue to call yourself a, a Christian band, shouldn't you offend people by speaking truth? Well, I don't know. Well, I, just my thoughts. I heard once <laughs> on that, I and I, I don't remember what pastor it was or what, it, but um, they were talking about that. And, and he was like, you know, well, you know, Jesus is offensive you know in 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 mm-hmm. the, those ways you know that you know he he will he doesn't mind calling you out if you have a problem he doesn't mind telling these religious leaders that think that they're mm-hmm. you know think that they're mm-hmm. like the top of the world as far as godly goes you know he's not afraid to you know be like you're wasting your time because you exactly. know, you know, so, so that's well, yeah. I mean, I think of like just just reading scripture. You got John the Baptist who calls the Pharisees brood of vipers. Yes. I mean, he's literally calling them. That is translated to spawns of Satan. That, that's <laughs> hardcore. That's harsh. Yeah, and Jesus 
call this Pharisees whitewashed tombs, you know, yeah. that they're clean on the outside, but dirty on the inside. So it's just, mm-hmm. you know, the gospel is offensive to those who don't believe that it's true. That's the thing. Yeah. But I was like, for me, I just struggled with always having to be in this box that everything had to be this Jesus per minute on the, on the records for the singles to, for Christian radio to play. And, and now, you know, there's a, a certain radio station that calls themselves the worship station, um, and they strictly only play "quote unquote" worship music. But I've, I'm what, that song I was talking about earlier. I was like, "This is not a worship song." No. And then I've heard a couple of them. I'm like, "This is this these songs are not worship songs." <laughs> like in the sense of corporate worship and that type of thing. It's just kind of interesting. Yeah. And so love just kind of came out of that that you know pressure to just have another song that kind of was me just struggling with my faith and what does it look like to love the Lord and, um, you know, surrendering things like that. And so that song just kind of came out of that. It was cool to have strings on it though. Like we didn't, when we were recording it, it's just, there was nothing there. I mean, it was like the drums, the bass and both guitars and vocal and that was it. Yeah. And so in that you get some, some texture things in there like strings. And some, I think some other stuff is back in the background, but yeah, yeah, it's just, Production wise, I just live. I, was, I think we may only played that song a handful of times, so yeah. it's kind of interesting. So yeah. then we get to Untitled. Um, yeah, I think we kind of talked called about Untitled because I could never come up with a name for the song, so I just Untitled. It's fine. Yeah, um, that's another one of those weird songs, though. Too though, is that it, it, there's only acoustic guitar in the verses. There's nothing else. The, and so, I noticed that. Like, uh, not to spoil, but. Maybe I shouldn't say it because it would be spoiling something we haven't said yet, maybe. Yeah, let's wait. Yeah. Okay. But I remember <laughs> when we got into the studio, we were we changed it. Like, we were wanted to do something different, and we had nothing for the verses, like, chord structure-wise. Yeah. And so I remember, um, I think at the time, our manager, he had that really nice uh, Takamini guitar. Yeah. Um, and I just grabbed it real quick and kind of was piddle farting around and came up with that thing and then that's that became the verse so there's nothing there because it was like a last minute situation in the studio yeah it, it's and just then everything else the the chorus and the bridge or i mean then all that stuff is full on because it was finished yeah it's, it's just acoustic so, and drums and uh, yeah which, so. which kind of breaks a lot of uh typical uh structure rules mm-hmm. but but it's cool to change it up you know yep it was good. I mean, that was a fun song to play live too, um, and it'll be interesting how it sounds on our little thing. Yes. <laughs> um, then we have something, and I wanted to look at the lyrics to this song. It's really bad. I wrote it, but it's been well. That's been too long. Twenty years, longer yeah, than twenty years, to... actually. Where's this lyrics? Let's see if they, you know, you can just the Google them. I, I think I did, yeah. <laughs> but but sometimes I've I've done that, um, and they're wrong, and they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when redoing the uh, all the uh, waiting on love stuff, and we're gonna release that later. But um, I was looking at some lyrics because I couldn't remember, and I was like, those are definitely not right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who wrote those I, on this website? I think it's a. Uh, I, th- I think it's AI that does a lot of those. Ugh. Like, it, it just does it by... Listens to yeah, the song. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's creepy. It is um, creepy. Yeah, something's all right. But how can I find so captivating? Oh, okay. I'm trying to think why I wrote this song. Um, so... It was actually about me, wasn't it? Something's oh, yeah. all right. 
Oh yeah, look at you. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Um, in high school, there was um, there was just a handful of of I'll just say people um, that claimed Christianity, but their weekend lifestyle showed otherwise. And so um, it was just me kind of wrestling with that. Um, you know, the chorus, how could you lose something so bright? Feels like you lost your prize. How could you lose something so right? Feels like you lost your mind. Meaning, how do you claim, you know, Christ and then go and, and get hammered drunk on Friday and Saturday nights, sleep around and that kind of stuff um, like it was nothing, and then go to church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, eventually I struggled with some of that stuff too. So I became kind of a hypocrite about that, but I wrote the song prior to me kind of diving into that world. Um, and so it just, that was one of those songs that just, you know, trying to work through struggles and, and faith issues and questions I have about people and their lifestyle choices and that kind of thing. And, you know, just my heart was broken for them because, um, one of them, like I had, it was a girl, obviously back in the day and I had a huge <laughs> crush on. And then I found out that was her real life. And I was like, Ew. yeah. Um, and so I just kind of heartbreaking to kind of see that kind of stuff. And so that's where that song came from. You know, there was another, there's another song that didn't, we didn't really play often either yeah <laughs> like what did we play live <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't i, I don't remember really <laughs> i don't know like we i know on, on this one more last time record i know we played give your name she i think we played untitled yeah some. we played untitled um, it's over we it's over was good yeah. we never played annabelle i think we played that no. maybe five times in the history of the band yeah ever yeah um i think empty-handed we might have played that once or twice just at the we, the release there was a release show that we did but yeah I, th- I don't know if we played it very often i remember playing it a couple times um just because i really like the, the breakdown of it mm-hmm. you know and, and then jeremy would go into that solo it's pretty rocking. Oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah yeah that was yes yeah. yeah i was listening to these songs the other day yeah. obviously to choose some stuff but yeah yeah i you know production wise listening back to this these that's why I asked you. So I don't know if people know. You know, we had we released the ind- independent version of it, and mix wise, and some other you know, like there's extra guitars that are missing. Um, that the you know the label remixed the record and took some stuff out. And Kendall Combs, who's a um, local guy here, I say local. He was the original bass player for he Mercy was in Me. Mercy Me, <laughs> Charlie. And Hall. then he was Charlie Hall's guitar player, but he's local for us. Um, I just hung out with him the other day because he's he run, helped run a, a, a AV company and they did some lighting for my church. But um, man, he had some really cool guitar parts throughout the record. Yeah, and as I'm listening to the rate the label release, I was like, man, I'm missing that. That's why I texted you if you had the other version. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got uh, it. I, I have the other version, but I don't want to take that out of the the frame that i have it in oh so. yeah 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 i have well i've framed and then i also have other ones so yeah we'll get you fixed yeah, so because i was that. listening because i know um i think rain is one of those it's uh has some really cool guitar parts that kindle did that they took out yeah on the label release um i think something might have some stuff in there and then the guy who did um a lot of the extra BGV stuff. Yeah. Um, I think he was in a band. I, I remember, I remember the band's name. name, but I don't remember his name. Uh, What's the, what was the band's it was, name? It was Waffle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, and he's, his background vocals were awesome. They, they like sounded some great of that. with you. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, especially on the, uh, I think it's Empty Handed. It's that one. It's like kind of droning yeah. that he does. Oh, that's untitled. Like, yeah. Oh, untitled. untitled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And so that, like, I just, I don't know. He had some really good BGV stuff. Yeah. And, um, it would have been cool to have the the tracks to that kind of stuff and play that stuff live. Yeah. With that, but yeah, something was we just one of those songs you write kind of swipes towards the end of the record <laughs> you know you just don't play it that often yeah um and then empty handed you kind of mentioned it earlier yeah. you know a lot of people didn't know what this song was they were like is it about abortion is it about rape is it about this is it about and i was like honestly what do you think it's about it's, it's one of those it can mean what you need it want not need it but what you see you know it's interpretive i guess you could say yeah yeah, and I was just because I never uh, writing songs is really a personal thing. It is so, very I mean, personal. You're, yeah. you're a songwriter, and yeah. you know, and and so when people are like questioning what it is, you kind of just want to be like, "What did you get out of it?" It's exactly. almost like it's almost like a sermon. So when you go to church, you know, you listen to a sermon. Hopefully, they're not preaching anything other than the real gospel especially today <laughs> that doesn't um, happen you know <laughs> you go home and you read through those scriptures that were shared and go is that is that did he share truth you know yeah it's just kind of the same thing like take the song and listen to it and like what are you getting out of it what 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 do you think i'm saying there what's also uh, oh so you're you good well, I was going to say I'm reading through the lyrics again, so I'm just you can keep going. Oh, I was, I was just going to just going to elaborate more on that. It's like songwriting is a great outlet, you know, because not only, you know, can it be, you know, you're you're writing about whatever whatever you're going through or or sometimes, you know, song is just a song. You know, it it, it doesn't yeah. always have to be um but but I tend and I think you do too to write more of something I'm dealing with or that I'm thinking of, you know, um, and, and, uh, so you could just go so many ways with it. Like, uh, you know, I, I have a song I've been working on for a long time. I haven't released it yet, but it, 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 it's like on the, on the surface, it's, it's just, it's just a song, but there's like another meeting underneath it. But, but it's just something that I needed to get out, you know, mm, if yeah. that makes any sense. You know, I don't I don't know if yep. I would ever talk about what what it's really about. But, yeah. you know, it, it was almost therapeutic to get it out. But but on the surface, it just looks like a, a story, I guess you could say, mm. of, of a memory mm -hmm. or something. But but it's way deeper than that. But I don't I don't think I would ever talk about it. But but it, it's good to get it out, you know. So, yeah. So, it's hard to argue with what this song is about, though, because the second line, literally the second line of the song is, well, I've seen all those babies that you killed. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yes. yeah, that's, you know. Yeah. Um, and whether you believe that uh, that's a baby or not, uh, that's something you got to work Man. out with the Lord. Yeah. But, yeah. but after you have a, a, a I'll say this, um, you know, um, we didn't have kids. We've been married. We'll be married uh, nine years this May, and we didn't have Matthew until two years ago, um, January twelfth um, of twenty twenty one, and um, I was thirty nine at the time. So having a a, a, a baby when you're thirty nine that's tough. Oh, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I'm, I feel every bit of my forty one years old today. <laughs> um, but you know going to the doctor and seeing my unborn baby boy on the ultrasound like 
drastically changes your life. And I know that statistically speaking, most of the people that go in for an abortion, if they get the opportunity to see the ultrasound, they will choose life every time because they don't, they don't see what we see, which is it is a, it's moving. That thing, the baby is moving. It feels it's alive. And so I've always been pro-life. Um, and that doesn't mean just babies. I am, as I've worked in ministry, the church, um, does a lot for uh, the churches that I've worked for, at least does a lot for people after the baby is born with helping with getting back into education. If that's what they want to do, paying for childcare, diapers, clothes, food. And so I'm, I'm pro-life in that sense. Um, as far as like from from the womb to the tomb, I guess people would say. And so I've always had that stance. It just drastically made it bigger when I had my own kid and saw for my own eyes, you know, yeah. the ultrasound situation and hearing his heartbeat and then thinking about now that he's two and like, man, I just couldn't imagine life without that kid. And so that song, I know it's looking, listening back. It's, it's kind of a cheesy song, I guess, if you think about it, like, cause it's just kind of straightforward, but that was me just emotional. Um, I don't think particularly it was about anybody at the time. I think I was just, I had growing up been around some situations where some girls were raped. Um, Luckily, they weren't pregnant because I, they probably would have chose to to not have it. That's a that's um, a tough topic in itself. Right? Yeah, and so it's just one of those things. I just started to really struggle with it, and so I just wrote a song about it, and I still stand by it today. And we can dis- we can agree to disagree, I guess, on things. Um, but you know, we all have our our what is it called confirmation biases, where we believe one thing because we see things through a, a certain lens and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I, I have a platform and I'm going to use it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I'm in full time ministry. I'm a, I'm a worship pastor. Like, of course I, I'm for the babies. So, oh, yeah. um, but this song, you know, it's just one of those, I love though, like at the end, <laughs> cause I'm, this song is about, it's literally me singing to the, the enemy, whether that wants to be Satan or yeah. demons or whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Uh, I like at the very end, and it just says, I've seen your sick and twisted ways. This world has now become your de- demented hideaway. Let's take some time to set this record straight that God knows that you're a baby and you're weak. Yes. <laughs> and so I was like, yes. That's, that's uh, so like the part wow. when you hear that, you're like, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I remember playing that live those couple because it stops right there. Remember? Yeah, and then that Jeremy did that cool like feedback part on his guitar. Yeah, and we, back into the chorus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, didn't mean to go on a tangent. I'm sure some people won't like that because that's obviously also political. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I think. Political thing too <laughs> is hey, but you know we're just some good old boys. That that's right. We, we like life. That's we right. want to protect life. Exactly. And that yeah. kind of thing. So yeah, and then. It's over. Another kind of song about abuse. Oh, um, I, I remember that story specifically. I think um, I, uh, it, it was our friend. Um, I don't. I don't want to say the name, but it yeah. was a girl. You remember? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, her dad. Her dad. I guess, yeah, was he was abusing super her. Abusive. Yeah, and I don't know the full details, but it was pretty brutal from what I remember. Yeah, and and so yeah, it was just one of those songs where writing. F- from the perspective of uh, kind of in and out, like I'm an outsider, but then I'm like 
her perspective yeah. and then kind of back as an outsider and you know it was one of those um it's still a good song even to play today and um yeah i'm sorry i'm reading through the lyrics just so i can get some stuff <laughs> uh yeah because yeah but i can't wait to see your face talking about getting out of this world and, and being face to face with the lord and when all the the pain and you know all the junk goes away yeah oh. to be absent of the body is to be in the presence of the lord yeah that means no more sickness no more dying no more crying none of that so it was just one of those like luckily she got out of the situation and um last i heard she was doing well i have no idea i mean i, I moved out of state kind of lost contact with everybody yeah and i lost um, contact with I, everybody as well but for a different reason <laughs> yes for a completely different completely reason. different uh, um but yeah that was, that was a fun song to play too but i remember um I, I think the first time we played this live she couldn't be at the show and i think uh one of her friends held the phone up yeah in the crowd so she could hear the song that i don't know i think she knew it was about her she did yeah she she did <clears throat> yeah. but that's another that was a really good song too yeah, yeah. She never ended her life. Thankfully, that I'm aware of. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. Thankfully, yeah, the, I think she got out of the situation. Yeah. and kind of got help. Yeah, um, but she was so, yeah. she was leaning towards that way. Um, yeah, it was getting rough. Yeah, um, yeah. And then Annabelle. <laughs> Man, I don't. <laughs> that's eat. one of those songs that's just a song. It's, I mean, it's I filler, don't know. Filler is that what you call yeah, it? It really was. Filler, yeah. yeah, like we were. You know, after this record, we tried to write records that were all killer. Yeah. No filler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this yeah. is definitely a feeling, and I if, I apologize if for some reason you like this song. Um, I, Chris Eplett, I don't know if he liked it or he just liked to hear me going uh huh uh huh. That part, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably um, it. Knowing Chris, he just probably yeah. likes that. <laughs> but there, I knew an Annabelle that was not about her. Um, but there's just a name <laughs> that just yeah sounded cool. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know who she would have been because it says, and later in the lyrics, Annabelle, you come dancing in my head. I don't know Annabelle's that would come dancing in my head. I, I, so. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of those songs. It was just a song. I don't, I mean, even now reading through the lyrics, I'm like, I have no idea what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I, I can remember the day that, that we wrote that vaguely. You know, because I remember weird stuff like that somehow. Yeah. Um, I remember we were in the church and, and we just thought, we at the time, we thought it was really awesome, you know, like because yeah. of the intro, you know, the mm-hmm. and, and and we were really stoked about it. But but it quickly, oh, and, and here's another thing. They uh, remember when uh, Chris and Kevin added all that weird stuff at the end of it? Oh, yeah, the like techno. Yeah, it's like. Te- and then they'll. Sh- yeah, they did the reverse yeah. thing and the yeah. 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 I mean that stuff's cool. It was cool, wise. yeah. Yeah. I remember the first but time yeah, we was, heard that. We, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so awesome. Um But yeah, I don't there's really no there's nothing I don't know. I don't I don't remember. It song I mean, touched I my whatever. life. I don't know what you're talking Apparently. about. <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh. Going back and reading old lyrics man yeah come a long way i can tell you that much yeah that it's it's always good to check back you know see where you came from 20 and, years and i'm sure i mean i think we did pre-production and pre pre like demo that you know we because i think we had like 18 songs that we demoed we did and yeah we did, and then we ended up going with the ones that are on there but um 
yeah, I mean, I was 18, 19 years old writing songs. What am I talking about? You know, <laughs> you could only you, you could only uh, go with what you know at that point. You know, yeah, I didn't live. I didn't, hadn't lived a lot of life. Yeah, you know? so it's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to think of any other fun stuff or f- random facts, but I mean, maybe Man, I, maybe people can pop in some questions like on our socials or whatever, and we can answer them throughout moving forward on other episodes. But yeah. Let's get to um, a couple of things, and then we'll be done. Um, the plans that we have to celebrate that it is the 20th anniversary yes. of the record one more last time is we obviously are launching this podcast, so if you're listening to that, awesome. Thank you. Um, but then we are going to release a five-song acoustic EP of five songs off the one more last time record. Yeah. That, that's so, going to be really cool, because it's... Uh, I looked at, uh, and I'm sure you'll do the same. But I, when I was when I was tracking my parts, I tried to do it differently, you know, just so it was kind of uh, kind of one more last time reimagined, kind of mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know. So, so, um, and that's what I was talking about earlier when I was because I'm also tracking the bass uh, on our on our stuff and on everything yeah on, on everything, on everything yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I, I also noticed that I was getting ready to play. Um, track untitled on bass and then i was like this doesn't sound right so i went back and listened to him it's like there's no bass in the verses i completely <laughs> forgot about that and uh yeah but yeah so the, so yeah so we have that coming up and it's gonna be gonna be pretty cool i think yeah, you know it, mm-hmm. you know um i think the songs that we chose people will like they're interesting and we're almost done with it. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. What's great about technology is we were already working on stuff. And so we've already been working on stuff um, since and last year. Yeah. We, like we've we, been, we popped out the Christmas EP real quick. We did, yeah. And then Not Ready, literally that song that, that's was finished. Like two or- was Was like idea. It came to me when I sat down in my office. I tracked a demo, sent it to Tommy. He tracked the drums and the bass in a couple of days, sent it back to me. I did guitars um, and vocals, and we were done within like a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, of one song, just kind of back and forth, uh, which does not happen very often like that. Um, no. I mean, I haven't, I haven't written a song since when I did the project after Real Angel, the New York Summer stuff. That was it. That was 11 years ago, I think. Um, and so I remember you know, years ago there. when we were talking and I was like, yeah, so how much have you written lately or what? And you're like, no, I don't write anymore. And I, yeah, I didn't, I was like, I man, just, I had nothing to say. So sad because you're, you're a great writer and, and, uh, I had uh, voice and everything. I was done. And yeah. Um, so, but I'm glad, I'm glad we're back at it. Yeah. yeah, I just I ran out of things to say. I guess I had nothing to talk about. That happened. That was what was funny. You know, Courtney was like, "Why don't you write?" I was like, "I just don't have anything to say." Yeah. Um, and then I honestly, I just uh, Courtney's birthday was February fifth, um, so she got to hear it obviously before anybody else did. Um, it was done pretty much right then. It was done before the fifth. Like we had tracked it. We were done at the at the end of January. Luckily, we got to release it on Valentine's Day. Like we got to pick. I picked that date. Just you know, that was here, the crazy. You know? That was the best date. You know, I was like so, sorry guys, I I upped the game. I wrote a song for my wife and released it on Valentine's Day. Beat that. Bam. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that that you know that doesn't happen very often. So it, honestly, to be 
it's going to sound cliche and kind of cheesy, but honestly, I sat down in my office wanting to write a song um, for her. And I just said, Lord, help me write a song. And literally within three hours, that's what I did and sent it to you. Yeah. 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 So I remember you text me. I, I will say as a songwriter, that never happens to me. It's, it's a very it's rare like thing. Weeks. Yeah. And it's like takes, usually takes weeks. Got ideas. I, you know, guitar parts, kind of messing with melody, you know, uh, lyric stuff. And it usually will come together in a couple of weeks. So that's pretty wild how that happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got that coming up. Um, and then, um, so we kind of talked about it, the, uh, re-recording, uh, yeah, we're re-recording what was uh, called, waiting on love yeah, waiting on love. Um, but we will call it, this is love. Yes. Um, It'll pretty much have most of the songs that were on there, uh, plus two songs that weren't on that record. Yeah, um, that are better than what was on there. <laughs> um, what else we've got? We're going to continue this podcast. We'll probably do. I don't know right now. I'm just kind of being a, a a dad of a toddler and having a full time job, and my wife works part time, and squeezing this in. We may do once a month or once or twice a month. We're trying to figure that out, but. I was thinking we could do just some fun stuff. Like JT um, from Unified Front shot me a message earlier. He's like, hey, you should have me on. We could talk about the Can't Stop the Rock Tour. And I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he's also, it'd be good to talk to him anyway, because he just did all the lead guitar stuff for the This Is Love stuff. Yes. And so that way we could talk, we could do double duty and talk to him about that and the, those old tours we used to do with those guys. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, and then there's one more thing. Uh, are you, are you uh, what is that? Uh, the, there's two more. Oh, two more. I wrote two more. Well, we have a. Well, we've been writing new stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there will be a, a brand new record yes, later this year. Yes, all um, new songs. Nobody's heard them before. Some of them there ain't was, even written yet. Yeah, some of them are just ideas. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get there. Yeah. So that will be later this year. Um, and then also later this year, we are trying to figure out the logistics of it, of how we can play some live shows. Yeah. Um, and who's going to be with us. We're trying to figure that all out. Who's going to play with us at those shows as far as like band members. <laughs> I can only play drums live. You know, I, yeah, I can't, can't, well, can't play bass and drums. I, I could play to a track, I guess. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> no. we'll just track everything. Well, what are we, the news? I know. Right. Yeah. What fun know, is that? You know, half, half <laughs> of the fun of playing a show is everybody's there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah. So, Maybe a show in the, here in Oklahoma City and maybe in uh, Kansas where um, yeah, the, what's it called Firescape Firescape, Firescape and and the uh, I think it's KFX Radio something, like, something that. like that. I'm sorry guys if if y'all hear this and I <laughs> I mess that all up. Sorry about that. But uh, and yeah, and we may do bring back our Christmas show this year, like show that we used to do yeah. where we would just mainly do Christmas stuff and you would get in by bringing a toy or yeah. the money that you paid would go to a different charity. Like, We're trying to figure that out too. Yeah. So there's stuff coming and, uh, yeah, we're just, we just got creative all of a sudden, like the juices started flowing <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. And I can't, it's like, I just needed it, I guess. to get me rolling again. Exactly. Um, I mean, I've been creative in different ways. I, I am a I, as a full-time worship pastor. I get to do other creative stuff. But um, it's good to be back writing 
my own things again. And you know, it was funny. Courtney was like, "Why don't you write worship songs?" And I was like, "You know, I've tried. That's hard. <laughs> not good. It's really hard. They're not good. <laughs> I, I have I have written some along the years, and let me just tell you, they're horrible." You know, yeah. it, it's it, for me. It's just really hard, and uh, it really is. It's it's a different thing. It's completely different, and and I feel like every time I do it, I can think of a handful of songs at least that pretty much say the same thing. You know, yeah. And and somebody could yeah. argue the fact of of regular songs as well. You know, but but to me, it's yeah. just different with worship. You know, and, yep, yeah. So yeah, we got things coming, and so. Um. Yeah. Any last thoughts before we get uh, out of here? Man, not that I can think of. I just appreciate y'all listening. If you've made it this far, we appreciate it. Yeah. Um, um, check for updates. Yeah. Um, yeah. RadioAngelOfficial dot Also, isn't that all the socials? That's all the socials. The socials yeah. medias. Mm-hmm. As the kids are what is saying, that called? is that is that is that how they say it today? That's how the kids say it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so out of the yeah, loop they, on everything. They get on the Facebook and <laughs> yeah, the Facebook, the Instagrams, uh, and remember MySpace? God, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. When then when then when I remember a TV show, <laughs> guilty pleasure. My wife and I have been watching <laughs> One Tree Hill again. <laughs> By the way, there is some phenomenal music that I've forgotten about from that time frame. That when it comes on, I'm like, oh man, that band, I forgot about them. That was a so great. It's, it's been it's been good for me to be like, oh, and then I'll Spotify and like save it for later. So it's kind of funny. It was a great um, time in music. But. Yeah, but they like shows like that were around that time when MySpace was a thing. And so they were like, well, they would call it My uh, Face Space and My Book. And like, you know, it was like a play on that because they couldn't say the names and they, they, you know, had to pay royalties or whatever the crap they'd have to pay to use the actual <laughs> names in there. So I'm like, that's me now. I'm like, what is it? Face, Facebooks? Yeah, Facebooks. <laughs> the Facebook so, is, is actually yeah, the, the correct way to say it. Yeah. That's funny. It's a tip for um, everyone out there. Yeah. So my my hope is that we use this as a place to bring on different artists that we've toured with or played with over the years and just see what they're up to now and that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good and if we offended you, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to get political, but that's just where my heart is and That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't take him We're anywhere, just... guys. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we appreciate so honestly, guys. Like, if you're listening to this, we really appreciate you guys, and especially people who have been listening to the new song and yeah, and giving us feedback. Um, you know, after being gone for 10 plus years out of the scene and, and releasing new music is scary. Um, the world is completely different oh, technology yeah. wise and that kind of stuff. And you know, we're not hip or whatever, and so we're just doing the best we can by releasing what we can when we can and, and to where we can, yeah. And so we just, we really appreciate you guys. And if you've been with us since the beginning, we really appreciate it. I know we took, probably took things for granted back in the time, but getting older and looking back, man, we really appreciate, um, you know, you gave us a career. It was short, but you, you helped us. I mean, you bought records and merch and came to our shows and, um, it was a good time. That was a good 10 years of our life and it was awesome. Definitely. And so it's good to be back and it's good to be doing some creative stuff and hopefully we'll have some fun guests coming on soon so until then we appreciate you and uh, have fun thank you